on the tee from the United States of America, the Back Nine Bros, starting in three, two, one. What's up, everybody? <laughs> you know what time of week it is. It's time for the Back Nine Bros podcast. And uh, let's just say this week is going to be tremendous. We have Paul in the house. We got Bobo in the house. We have the Masters on the Back Nine Bros podcast. I feel like it's very fitting, guys, to say, hello, friends. But, you know, I can't master the tone, the sound quality of the perfect gymnast. Hello, friends. So with that being said... Yeah, literally, not even intended at all. Didn't even think of it that way. But with that being said, we're going to throw it over to the boys. We got Cole, we got Maddie Polv, and it's going to get crazy. So, it's the back nine bros. I must say, you, you didn't give yourself an introduction. Come on. I need no introduction. All right, all right. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's the Masters. That's the only introduction that's needed. I mean, we got the... The, what is it? The ceremonial tee off first thing in the morning tomorrow. Uh, and then we got some star studded featured groups, some great news coming out of it this week. And uh, yeah, I don't want to go too in depth right now. It's the beginning. We got to give them a little bit of a, a little bit of a taste of what we're going to talk about without going too far. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's only 12 hours, almost 12 hours away. I mean, it's, it's crazy. feels like it was just a couple months ago. The last one um, when Hideki won, um but yeah i mean it's here it is boys this is the week everyone waits for each year um and it's gonna be a fun one i mean i just you know i know the course might be a little wet that's the one thing i'm worried about you know i just you know given some of the rain but you know i feel like it's still gonna be a challenge i mean it's still the masters like come on i mean if bobo were out there he'd be i think he'd struggle to shoot few under right Bobo I hope so that's That'd generous man <laughs> nah, nah, Bobo Bobo were out there he, he do it. come on that nice little 68 last week oh. oh yeah you never know man you never know I just put my game out there and see what it what happens talk I mean, to Bobo, me Bobo. You, Bobo, you might just you might just clip a little 71 out there with your short game yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, if I could play a little more on the ground, I mean, because it's all firm and everything, just, you know, a little more thought involved that those courses do set up nicely for me, you know, as opposed to just target golf. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It might be a little too uh, lengthy for for um, my game. But, yeah, Bobo, I, it's, I'm so excited. It's, I mean, I know Saul's just itching – jumping for joy out there i mean he may have to be go to, go into the office tomorrow but uh you know are you kidding me yeah I, I told i told the boss i was like hey look man um it's like a religion to me you know the game of golf and uh i'm gonna need like a religious religious exemption for work the next couple of days because my eyes are usually glued to the work screens like the email the outlook the everything there's gonna be glued to my like two monitors my tv mounted above it it's going to be all featured groups on the range. Um, I'm going to stick to it. Never going to listen to Brandel Shambly at the Masters. He's a creep. Stand behind it. But So, wait, so are you get. off tomorrow? Are you off? No, I'm working, working, but I'm going to be working from home. Uh, there I'm going to be tuned in. I'm going to be dialed in. I'm going to be more dialed than Tiger at Augusta. Wow. Just Damn. watching it. So dialed I'm going to be. It's – Dude, I'm so excited. I've got my laptop ready. I got the TV right here ready. I mean, we got all the platforms. We got them all. 
I mean, this is going to be great. I just, like I said, hope the weather holds up. Hope the course gets firmer and firmer as the week goes on. I mean, I'm just, I'm looking for a good week here. I'm, I'm really excited. Yeah, I heard the winds are going to be 30 miles an hour Friday. So we could have a little bit of carnage, which I don't ever remember having big winds at Augusta, except for Amen Corner. So uh, Tiger, you know, with his experience, might just prevail, might get his 16th. I'm not going to take him as my pick just because I'm not going to be that guy. But even so, I think he'll probably get the job done. Nah, I think he's going to put up a good score, without a doubt. Um, he look, He's one of those guys, Tiger, at Augusta. Um, it's tough to get bet against him, but at the same time, he has so much experience there, so much history made there. Um, it's a great storyline to watch. And, you know, a little LT gray action, the Tiger hype is real. If you saw the Tuesday practice round where Tiger went out, and, uh, yeah, it looked like it was a Sunday, last, last group on a Sunday when Tiger went out on Tuesday. It was unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, it's – dude, I, I mean, watching him this morning, actually, um, you know, playing a few practice holes, I mean, it, I must say he looked decently comfortable walking out there and, you know, picking up his tee. I, I thought there was going to be some stress or some tension, but really, you know, honestly, he looked pretty good. I did hear, though, that he played a nine-hole practice round, I believe, Monday or Tuesday. And, like, for the last couple of holes, he seemed to be kind of, I wouldn't say in pain, but definitely struggling a bit. But, you know, he could have just been easing into the week. And I'm sure his body – I mean, I don't think he would – well, I guess I shouldn't say that after seeing his past experiences playing through injury. But what I was going to say was I don't think he would test it to an extreme extent if he couldn't at least get through the rounds and be okay. A hundred percent. I mean, as long as we keep that dumbass security guard away from Tiger who almost broke his ankle like three years ago, four years ago, maybe even more where he was hitting that shot out of the rough and uh, the crowd was surrounding him and he's holding his finish and the security guard just like stomps on his ankle because he's a fat loser that doesn't know how to walk properly. Um, But I mean, there's a lot of other players other than Tiger in this tournament, boys. So why don't we dive into it? Yeah, yeah. Um, there are a bunch of players in this tournament, so who have a chance to win in my eye. Um, I mean, I think we should save our picks for last, but, you know, we'll talk about some definitely guys to watch and look out for. Um, let's start off with the defending champ. I mean, Hideki, you know, had, had some nice sushi and sashimi for the champion's dinner. And don't forget the A5 Wagyu ribeye, yeah. man. Yep. That thing yep. was stellar. Yes, sir. I heard that was a very nice meal. Um, although DJ, I heard DJ wasn't uh, the biggest fan of the selection, but it's all right. Um, he dealt with it. Um, yeah. It, I mean, at least it wasn't Patrick Reed's, like, grilled chicken breast with macaroni and cheese. Like, talk about a more basic four-year-old diet. No, I love that. I think that's – why, why are you hating on that? That's a great meal. Well, Patrick but, Reed is not, doesn't have the best diet to begin with. So. Well, yeah, it looks like Patrick Reed enjoys great meals, maybe too many. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I think he slimmed down a little bit, though, honestly. Last I saw him um, at, at the match, he looked a little slimmer. Dude, he's cheating on I don't think it's everything. helping his game. He's cheating on carbs. He's cheating <laughs> on the game of golf. Yeah, I don't true. know. I don't know about his personal relationships. I'm not going to go there. But, yeah, you never know, man. Um, yeah, so starting with Hideki, I, you know, 
seeing him the last, uh, what was it, at, at um, Valero, he just, he didn't look, I think he was, he withdrew from the injury, possible injury. He just didn't look comfortable out there. And that's why I'm a little worried. I mean, he, you know, he was struggling, he was over par and, you know, it just, it didn't look like he was being able to swing hundred percent at the ball. So that's what I'm a little worried about, but you know, I mean, if he is healthy and you know, he's able to compete and re- really play to his true self, I, I don't see any reason for him not to be able to contend again. I mean, cause it's a ball striker's paradise and, you know, obviously you need to putt well and which he did last year. Um, we know Hideki, his biggest flaw would be on the greens, but um, you know, not last year. So I'd say Hideki, you know, if he's, as long as he's healthy, I think he has as good a chance as anyone. Do we think he'd be playing if it wasn't the masters? That's, because I would say no, and that's the only reason I don't think he's going to play that well this week, just because the injury is still pretty prevalent. Yeah, yeah, no, I completely agree with you. I mean, that's a toss-up. I mean, what what are your thoughts, Saul? We've lost Saul. No, 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 it's just muted here, boys. But um, I don't know. I mean, there's been guys that have come in injured, guys who have got injured during the tournament and played okay. I mean, it's also a different mindset. It's, it's the Masters. Um, I mean, it's not just like any other tournament. Uh, obviously, he's going to play. Will he play well? I'm undecided. You know, I'm kind of torn. He could play average, make the cut, be there on Sunday playing, and then present the green jacket. But, I mean, his group's going to be interesting. He's playing with an amateur and JT for the first two rounds. So I think him playing with JT is going to be enough of a motivator for him to uh, put the injury, if possible, in the back of his head and focus uh, on what's in front of him, like the treacherous course at hand. Yeah, I I think that's a great point. You know, playing with JT, I think that definitely will be a motivator for him. And, um, you know, playing with an amateur, I think think it'll be a fun group for Hideki. Um, You know, I mean – but, uh, yeah, I mean, speaking of JT, I love his chances as well. I mean, I think he's in pretty solid form, and he's dying to really win this. I mean, it's, you know, he's – Although, he said something interesting in his press conference today. He said a lot of guys, like, try harder or prepare harder to win a, ma- or to win a major. But he said when he won his PGA Championship, he didn't try any harder you just kind of treated it like any other event obviously you know it's a major in the back of your head you're kind of that dialed in a little bit more but so like I I think he definitely wants to win but I don't think it's I don't think he's in a situation where he's like dying to do it and if he doesn't he's going to be super depressed but I agree with you with that being said though like if you're dying to win it I mean like all these guys low-key like they dreamed of winning a masters it's like what everyone says whenever they win it for the first time like he's is that his own like way of coping with the stress and pressure of a tournament saying like downplaying it for himself to the media or do you think he's being like completely transparent like he's not treating it any differently and like what happens happens I mean I, I think he's being completely honest because he's I mean he hasn't won that much in the last year or so but like he's shown that he's played great in regular tour events so like why should that preparation be any different than a major clearly it works and I think he's figuring out that, like, he, he doesn't need to change anything or search for anything. 
but the best players in the world, they know what they do on a daily basis. And when they go searching is when they struggle. So I think that's kind of what he's saying. Like, I don't need to, when it's a big tournament, I don't need to search for anything. I just need to do my own thing, which I do day in and day out every year, every month. And that should work. Occasionally. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, Bobo said it perfectly, everyone. I mean, that JT's got the game to, to win here. I mean, he, if he just sticks to his own game, you know, swings the way he knows and just putts average, there's no reason for him to not be able to win. I mean, you know, obviously anything can happen, but, you know, I think chances wise, I think he has the best chance. I mean, just given, you know, you would think Rom, but I mean, sorry, Bobo. I mean, Rombo's not looking the hottest as of late, but, um, you know, I, I guess we're jumping into picks now, but I mean, if I had to pick my pick actually for this week is Cameron Smith, just given the way he putts, um, you know, I mean, he's probably the best putter on tour right now. I mean, just what, what I saw at the players was just absolutely ridiculous. I mean, that I've, I mean, he made everything he looked at. So it's if he can do that again, then he could easily take it home. But, you know, I think it's going to be a toss-up between him, JT, and, you know, a couple other guys. You got Scotty Scheffler in there playing the best golf. I mean, he's number one in the world. So it's it's going to be so fun to watch. Yeah, it's crazy because, like, obviously Scotty was on that crazy run. He won the waste management and – uh I don't remember the other event he won before the match play, but I like, I still thought of him as a great player, but I wasn't going into events thinking, Oh my God, Scotty is so the favorite. But then, you know, you have one week and all of a sudden he's world number one. And I'm just thinking, wow, this is totally Scotty's tournament to lose or I guess to win. I mean, he hasn't put himself in a position yet where he can lose, but, but, um, but it's like one week of golf totally changed my perspective on him. Um, so I think he'll be up there. I think, like you said, Cameron Smith, he's proven that he can play well there. Um, there's just a lot of guys. That's the thing. The, the talent pool and the depth of talent on tour right now, and in this Masters especially, is absurd. Um, and that's the cool thing about majors in general. Like 10 years ago, or I guess 15 years ago, it was like, you know, you had Tiger and a few other guys who had a chance. And now you, you probably could take 15 to 30 guys that have a – like really legitimate chance to win and any of them if you bet on you'd have a damn good chance so but uh I think Cam Smith's a good pick I think that Rory's gonna have a good week because first uh, first Masters with the baby uh, I believe and you know with all the attention on Tiger I think that should take a little bit of all the attention and and patron you know viewership off of him and he might just do his own thing, mind his own business. And, you know, who knows if he'll win, but I think he'll have a good week. Yeah, I mean, obviously I'd love to see kid play well and, you know, contend. It's just I, – I don't know. I just – I love the guy. Love him. I just – I just don't know if he can – if he has it mentally. To You know, I mean, this is after what we saw in 2011 and, you know, just – every year pretty much it's like is this Rory's week is this Rory's week is he gonna get it done I just I don't know if he will ever complete it I mean if I had to make a bet right now I would say no I mean so what do you what would you say 
Look, I'm not the guy to go to when we're talking about Rory. Um, never really been a big Rory guy. Never really um, appreciated him, I think. I mean, I appreciated him before um, he went tailor-made. When he was a titleist in Nike, liked him, thought he was good. Um, I think he's kind of got wrapped up in everything since he switched over to tailor-made. Uh, so, I mean, I don't really care. I'm ambivalent on Rory. If he wins, he wins. Um, I'm always going to root for an American to win because it's home soil. Never forget the Boston Tea Party. Uh, the UK, you know, even though he's from Northern Ireland. <laughs> what? Um, I'm always going to root for American. It's like that Ryder Cup mentality. Always pick Americans, except for Rombo. Um, yeah, I like hey, that. Hey, like come that on. But, okay. But I think, you know what, no one really talks about this guy. Everyone's been talking about him last year. He had a stellar Ryder Cup performance. Colin Morikawa coming in hot. Everyone's like, oh, he's been playing well this year. I mean, his game's off. Look, who cares if your game's off? I mean, there's been so many guys that have come into Augusta with an off week, off game, uh, and they've come out all right. You know, um, I also like the Cameron Smith pick, uh, seeing him at TPC. That was my number one go-to. Um, but, yeah, Colin Morikawa. And there's so much great golf to watch. I mean, if you're just looking at the groups, like I'm pretty sure anything from like groups, group 11 at 10.01 a.m. with Max Homa, Kevin Nash, and Lowry through, um, I'd say the 10.56, group 16, like those five groups back to back to back are incredible groups to watch. Like Adam Scott, Scotty Scheffler, Tony Finau, Hideki, JT, Joaquin Neiman, Tiger, Cameron Smith, Casey, DeChambeau, Kisner, Berger, Fleetwood, Homa, Not, Lowry. Like, what the hell, boys? What did we do to deserve such a great lineup of players? Yeah, it's insane how many good players there are. You, you, like, could, watch any, you could watch any group, and it would still be world-class players. Oh, 100%. I mean, maybe uh, except for, like, Sandy Lyle and Hagestad. Um, well, they're 11, still damn 18. good. I mean, they've – like Hagestad's shown that he can play. I know he's an amateur, but, you know, he, he wins a lot of the USGA events. And Sandy Lyle, he's old, but he's still like, he's great in the game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if there's anybody I, I wouldn't – I mean, like, let's just like, take this into perspective. Um, the Masters being the tournament it is, we had guys like David Lingworth come out of nowhere during one year. When's the last time you heard that name? He came out of nowhere at the Masters, played great. And you haven't heard much from him on any U.S. tours. He's probably crushing it on the European tour, but it's there's just so many high-caliber players that we're not exposed to, and some guys just come out of the woodwork. Yeah, I mean, look, Jonas Blix was a runner-up back. In, Jonas? Yeah. Is he really? In 2014, yeah. How's he doing I mean, now? He's he's struggling. He's trying to find his game a little bit, you know, just searching. But um, you know, he's he's playing on a medical exempt. Uh, major medical but um yeah i mean hopefully you know he can you know scrap a few good weeks together and retain his card and um good player i've always liked him um you know fun guy to watch he's very talented started out pretty young and you know kind of fallen off but yeah unfortunately he will not be in attendance in the field this week but it's okay you know Still got plenty of other guys, a uh, couple other Swedes we got playing. 
Is Stenson playing? I don't think so. Really? I guess he's probably not top 50, right? Yeah. No, That's I mean, I was just crazy. looking at TT times, and I didn't see Stenson up there. But Is he not exempt from, like, does the Open a few years ago not get him into anything? I think it's five yeah. years. Of all majors? Yeah, I think so. So is that – was that more How than five Stewie years ago? How about Stewie Sink, dude? It was 2016. Hey, Stewie. Okay. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Stewie Sinks. If Stewie Sink wins, I just could not wait for him to take off his hat and butler cap it. Just yeah. see a nice bullseye on the top of his head. <laughs> that would be yeah. awesome. That would be glistening so nicely off those lights. So, okay, who do we think is going to come in DFL? Ooh. That's a great question. Yeah. Let me take um, a look at the uh, leaderboard. Yeah. I mean, I have a couple picks for DFL, but I'm only going to go with one here. Um, honestly, DFL, VJ Singh. Really? I could see that. I could see that. I mean, it's been a couple of years since he's been able to roid up. So, uh, Didn't he play great at the Honda a couple years ago? Yeah, but, I mean, like, I don't know. He's old. I mean, he has to wear, like, huge glasses to even see where his ball goes. Um, Good point. He's past his time. Um, I was thinking – This is an interesting question. Mike Weir, maybe, after winning the, the, the par three today or whatever. Did he win the par three, really? Yeah, he was tied for I mean, first, I, whatever it was. I know there's, like, that, that – uh, I don't know, that's saying that the guys who win the par three don't end up doing anything in the tournament, but I'd be shocked if he came DFL. Yeah. I can honestly see Sandy Lyle. Yeah, I thought about that. So, but like, he mean, just seems so irrelevant. In the I know, field. I mean, the suspenders, too. <laughs> Come on. Uh, no, I mean, it's, it's Masters week. It's the best week to be a golf fan. The amount of hype around this tournament constantly built is amazing. Uh, it is crazy. They also cover their event better than anybody in the world. Like their Instagram account, their social media is unbelievable. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, it's actually uh, nuts. I mean, it's, it's just also the the traditions from it. It's I can't wait for it. Uh, anybody uh, else? Anybody might as well say it. Now that you said the word tradition, you might as well say it. It's a tradition, unlike, uh, tradition any other. unlike any other. It's truly a tradition unlike any other. Ladies and gentlemen, the Masters. There you go. We were waiting the whole time. <laughs> that, was solid. that was solid, Soul. Dude, I mean, I've been waiting to say that for, what, almost a year now? I mean, we, the podcast has been around for a year and a half, and we've had three Masters. Talk about a time to start a golf pod. There you go. <laughs> that is a good point. Do we, we think this Masters – a time unlike any other. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I guess COVID kind of blessed us with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. true, truly. Uh, I mean, but I'm just looking at the actually. We forgot to talk about this, but I'm looking at the forecast for the next uh, week. Sunday is going to be great, high of 68, sunny. Tomorrow, though, Thursday at the Masters, it's going to be a little cloudy. Maybe some precipitation. Uh, it's forty percent chance, but during tournament hours, uh, it's looking looking pretty dry. Uh, wind shouldn't be nuts at all. Cause sustained like eleven through fourteen mile an hour wind blowing from the west towards the east. I mean, it's a good looking 
good looking weekend to have a tournament. Yeah. Right. Weather wise. Weather wise well, pretty nice. I'm gonna call this now. I'm gonna say they're they're two hole in ones. Whoa. Okay. What are we saying winning score is? Ooh. Um so it's pretty soft, right? I mean, yeah, I think it's gonna be playing pretty I'm soft. Say minus so, seventeen. I'm just gonna oh. go fourteen. I was gonna go twelve. Okay. That's real know. fair, I think. I think uh Augusta's going to take notes from TPC Sawgrass, although it was the win that made it hard, and they're going to try their best to make this challenging just because how much of people loved watching the Players' Championship when it was, like, terrible weather. I think they're going to try to make the course conditions as challenging as possible. Yeah. Fair. Do we like I, Matt I think Wolf I, for DFL? I like Matt Wolf was, DFL. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking that. Like, he just – I don't know. I, he seems kind of irrelevant in terms of guys to win, like in he's the past year. Just, he's yeah, is yeah. that what it is? Yeah, no, he he came said he said it. I mean, probably from one head of case to another. Kidding. Yeah, there you go. You're right. <laughs> um, no, yeah. Well, who do we have? Who do who are our picks? I got Cameron Smith. That's we all we all like second and third in Cameron Smith, so he's like the guy to go with, but. uh I pick Marikawa and Bobo. You chose. I haven't chosen yet, but I'm going to go with Cantley. Ooh. I think Cantley has a good week. Oh, no hat pat. Yeah, even though he wears a hat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think There's no hat pat of the Ryder Cup, bro. When he fu- oh, no, right, Captain right. America. You're right. Don't you're shoot right. me down. I'm always right. <laughs> um, I, he's kind of flown under the radar as of late. Like, I literally have not heard his name at all. And maybe it's because he hasn't been playing much. Um, but he's always a good bet in majors, and I'm going to go with him. Right. And my dark horse is Max Homa, which Paul brought up earlier. Ball striker. It's, it's, it's all in the stash. It's all in the stash. Never liked Max Homa. Really? Dude, his Twitter is game that? is almost as good as his golf game. He's kind of a prick. <laughs> Whoa. Why do you think that? I don't know. He just comes across as jerk. Uh, well, whatever I you mean, say. Watch his um, barstool golf uh, video where the guys played against him. I kind of like yeah, that. Was, that was phenomenal. He's a cool dude. I respect him more. I like him more. I'd love to see him win. I think it would be cool. I agree. Actually, I changed my mind for DFL. Charles Schwartzel, former champ, but he's just been completely off the rails. Yeah. Wow. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Uh, Paul was always right, like we said last week. So, sorry, Charles. Charles. <laughs> oh. um, Doc Redman played a great th- first three rounds. He was into the top 15, and then he freaking 43 on the front nine on the final round. Are you serious? Yeah. Jeez. But he well, was right there. <laughs> I would still consider your pick to be correct to an extent. Because you got him, you know, what you say, yeah. he was top 20 going to the final round? Yeah, yeah, he was. Um, no, I've been pretty, pretty, pretty spot on for the most part with my picks this year. I mean, you know. It's been money, for sure. Uh, I think Bernard Langer, I think this is going to be the year he misses the cut. Mm. Really? Yeah. But is he, like, known for making the cut even at 
is. It is. 100% yes. I I hate to say it, but um, I feel like this is the year. Yeah, well, with that being said, guys, um, it's going to be an event and a half to watch. All of our favorite weeks in golf, like we said before. Picks are, uh, picks are in. You heard it here first. Don't act surprised when Paul's always right and uh, when Bobo's dark horse performs well and when my pick goes awry, but that's just what happens here. Uh, you got three minds, three different minds, three minds that think alike. That's what makes a podcast good. We're the back nine bros. Looking forward to the week. Let's get after it. Let's do it. As Paul says, the green golf tournament. Yeah. That's the waste management, bro. But back nine <laughs> bros, what a week. Time to be alive. Let's go watch some golf.